Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. The way that I found out about you and Astrology Roast was just a Google search. I straight up did a Google search, Astrology Podcast Funny, and what came up was Astrology Roast. And I listened to, I forget which episode, but I'm pretty certain that it was the one where you had recently gotten some prescription lenses. Mm. And I cannot express how much I love your sense of humor. And instantly I was just like, this bitch is hilarious. She's super witty. And that kind of humor where you're talking about your bifocals or your prescription glasses as like, oh, you might sound differently because you actually got these new glasses. Like that's when I was like, okay, this is a gold mine. This podcast is a gold mine. Space cord, space cord. We invite you to join us as we learn about a Gemini stellium's relationship with astrology. Wow, it was the glasses that brought you in and Google. I mean, Google gets a really bad rap. Sometimes I feel secretly defensive of big corporations and I know it's not cool and I'm very ashamed of that but they do serve a really important role in the world in terms of bringing us all together and creating amazing services and I could go on. We would like to introduce you to the brilliant and hilarious Karen Laserbeams of the Astrology Roast podcast. Gemini Sun, Gemini Moon, Aries Rising. But look, it's brought us together, which is great. The glasses, I definitely 100% don't need them, but I do wear them professionally to try and feel like a real person in the world. Um, And look, and it has, it's brought me on this podcast now. So proof is in the pudding. We would like to introduce you to an enthusiastic fanatic of the Astrology Roast podcast, Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini rising. I do want to talk about astrology. That is the primary purpose of this conversation. But I'm curious now with regards to the glasses led me to understanding that I've stumbled upon a treasure. And then you've also referenced several times in your podcast about your hoop earrings. I feel like these two things kind of serve as like super powers for you. Is that accurate? Is that true? They are. (laughs) You know, some people have capes and... They do have capes and not not all hero wear capes and some do, as we know. If we're going to bring it to my very, very superficial understanding of astrology, my Jupiter is in Taurus. So I get expansion and abundance through possessions and items. So it's not a coincidence that these things give me this great symbolic strength. So hoop earrings, when I put them on, I feel like I'm becoming a sassy bitch Mm. that just can get shit done it's the same with the the glasses it's giving me a persona that I want to present to the world Mm. you know they're not personas that actually I really identify with but they're they're ones that I wish I was I wish I was you know Jenny from the block I wish I was Clark Kent with the glasses before being Superman but Mm -hmm. you know I'm not I'm just me but yeah absolutely these are my superpowers I love it they're amazing So yeah, I really am curious about your relationship with astrology. That can go many different directions, but I always like to start at origins. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how astrology came into your world? 
Yeah, that's a really, really good question because I still find myself not quite understanding the pull to it. It's really interesting. Like I can hear myself talking about astrology often throughout the day and I can see people's eyes sometimes roll or the people that are kind of not interested think it's a bit esoteric or out there, but I still find myself drawn to it. And I guess it started in a very strange way. A friend of mine, a Cancerian, just mentioned a, an astrologer that had YouTube videos, Nadia Shah, who I've since been able to connect with mm. over the internet and to interview her, which was a real treat. But I used to watch her videos when I was just sitting on my couch being like, what's going on? Why is life like this? And sometimes Itai would watch them with me as well, my other um, co-facilitator on the podcast who you guys have also interviewed. And she just felt like this amazing, healing, beautiful presence. So I feel like it was much more of a relational, personal connection to someone that brought me into the practice or a curiosity around astrology. Because I am, you know, Gemini stellium, I have a billion planets there. And so it is about relationship and humans and and that's what brought me there. And then Itai, my dear friend, was wanting to start a podcast and he wanted to do it about astrology. And so through that prism, something that we had been talking about and exploring as friends, we just decided to bring it into the podcast realm. And Mm. it just hasn't stopped since then. I've just found myself endlessly fascinated by astrology as just one of the many, many spiritual frameworks and philosophical frameworks that we can explore and experience human beings, the world, the space that we inhabit. I never know if I actually believe in it. I don't know if I actually (laughs) feel that, you know, if Mercury is moving backwards, why do I feel so shitty and irritable and pushing people over on the train? I don't know. But I love how it has symmetry. I Mm. love how everything has its opposite and everything complements one another. I love the seasons. I love the elements and Mm -hmm. the ways in which it's all broken down. It's quite mathematical. I love how everything correlates to a part of your body. You know, you have signs that represent the throat or the hands or the feet. Mm. And I just find it fascinating as a party trick as well, because I get very socially anxious often. So having something that you can kind of use to cut the tension in a lighthearted way is a really amazing crutch for sure. anyone that's looking for it. I really highly recommend it. I mean, smoking's great, but now people are vaping. I don't know what's happening, but astrology is also a really good one. But yeah, it just hasn't stopped. Mm. I don't know how it kind of came to be but it was definitely through that one astrologer on youtube who wears like outrageous amazing makeup and is just a glory to behold so would you say that was within like the past decade with regards to how long astrology has been an influence in your life well i feel like it's actually been probably in the last four or so years Hmm. so it was definitely since i met my friend itai and started watching those youtube clips but in terms of spirituality that's been since the womb let's be honest here like that's my lifeblood so (laughs) big surprise but i'm jewish and so i grew up from that kind of household and i used to feel stressed that i was being punished by all the other gods for being jewish so i thought oh i have to i have to engage with jesus and then i have to engage with muhammad and i have to kind of connect with all of them because what if i'm wrong and what if i'm not going to get like a you know a hanukkah gift and i should be getting a christmas gift so i felt like you know i knew there was stuff going on out there i didn't know who's responsible for what mm. but yeah i've always been fascinated by spirituality and and i guess astrology is just one of those things that feels like a nice, lighthearted, fun entry point, even though it can get so in-depth and so deep. And the more I meet people that practice astrology properly and 
and full disclosure, I'm not a practicing astrologer. I don't know how to read charts properly. It's it's just a passion and a love. But the more I meet people that do practice that, I'm, I'm always floored by their sensitivity, um, their empathy, uh, their intelligence. Like it goes so much more beyond than just, you know, reading the cosmopolitan magazine and knowing you know if you're going to hook up with someone but having said that that's also a really important (laughs) service because we all need hope and we all need hot love in our life and the promise of something and with the the fact that you know organized religion has gone well it's always been a bit bonkers but it's completely gone bonkers people need stuff to connect with and i think it's such a it's having its time and it's really exciting to be kind of witnessing that as well yeah Yeah, definitely. On that same vein, I'm interested in like your experience with natal charts and how many Mm. times you've gone to see astrologers. Do you have a number figure? (laughs) How much, you mean how much money have I spent seeing astrologers (laughs) and like how empty is my bank account or like how many? Actually, now you've made me think because I think before I got even into astrology, friends of mine purchased me a reading at a crazy guy that was also studying Kabbalah. That was a bit weird. Like, kept telling me, you don't know anything. Like, you think you know, but you don't know. And I felt really like, oh, he's another white guy that's just, you know, interrupting me and dominating me. That's lovely. <laughs> but he was he was quite nice. And, you know, I do still read his things that he printed off from the, clearly the internet. But I've gotten that. Then I went to see Manika. She's an astrologer that I had come to the Astrology Roast live show that we hosted in Melbourne a couple of years ago. She is a Gemini stellium that could talk and talk and talk and talk and sitting in her presence was an exercise like literally physically quite demanding because it was like three hours in a house which is near the ocean covered in books about every single aspect of spirituality and every different type of astrology because there's so many practices and interpretations of astrology I believe she practices more humanistic astrology but that was like fully hustling four hours gemini stellium like it was triggering it was intense it was intelligent i had no idea what happened afterwards i listened to it again on the recording that i made and i still could not comprehend what had happened but with every reading and i've actually i won a competition the other week and i got another reading so i had a a a wonderful reading from an astrologer in san francisco called felicia hart who's also a music producer and and does a whole lot of other things but she she was quite beautiful and I, we just talked online you know my attention span is often limited so I think to, after the second hour I was already like texting people on my phone whilst chatting but she was quite gorgeous and a Leo from my understanding and really brought a lot of sensitivity and empathy and care and every single astrologer that I've spoken to that's read my chart has had such a different fresh interpretation and they bring their own energy to it so the the gemini stellium that was information overload that was all about relationships and being in the world and and the one that i've had most recently was all you know we focused a lot on career and and all the water placements like not just my air placements my water placements but i've had quite a few and actually like i think every couple of years you know, can I afford it? No, but I think it's nice to kind of test it out and speak to someone and get a perspective. And it, it, like whether it's astrology or any practice, someone that is drawn to these frameworks and has entered into it with care and safety is always going to have something interesting to tell you. And you leave with a cup, an idea or a sense. So I never kind of quite understand. They start talking about this, you know, degree of this and this over this and your midheaven and I don't understand 
that those aspects very well but I always get a sense of something and I leave feeling like okay you got this girl it's all good. With your experience and because astrology is a different language how could the exchange be better like mm. how could people walk away from a, an astrological reading and have a transformative experience every time or something that could be integrated like I find it to be extremely overwhelming mm. and so much information I guess it's just a tricky space. I'm mm. having conversations with different people with a variety of backgrounds with astrology, not astrology, believe in astrology, don't believe in astrology. Because to me, mm. it just seems like madness. Like, okay, I'm going to pay you for an hour and you're going to give yes. me a blueprint of my life. What? And it's in a different language. Yeah. To me, this is just madness. But I mean, it's also the way that it's been done. So clearly there's a reason for that. <laughs> so anyways, I'm gathering information. and I'm curious if you have any ideas about a better way to exchange this information because I do feel like there is a lot of significance to it and I do feel like everybody has a different interpretation so there's all these layers and elements to consider you know that's such an interesting question and I think as with anything it's it comes down to how we are relating and how we make spaces safe and mm. inclusive and I also think there is that self or the ways in which we find the people that speak to us. So I, I, there's so many astrologers online that I follow on Instagram and I sometimes tap in and out of their work depending on what I'm looking for or what I'm connecting with. And with the ones that I'm drawn to, they often reference, you know, a lot of non-astrological studies or people or celebrities that I really connect with so I'm like yeah this is cool you've got me you understand me you're speaking to me whereas other people might want something really really technical or other people really appreciate people that are very esoteric and are you know emphasize their psychic abilities and some people find that too overwhelming and so I think it's about meeting people where they're at and mm. even myself like given that I've taken an interest in this and as I said it's my party trick and I, I find it a really fun framework but you know similarly there's sometimes people that find it really overwhelming or they find it really stressful when they hear everything being categorized according to a star sign or you say oh that's so Leo that's so Taurus and they sometimes find it you know off-putting so mm. you know the people that I've really appreciated or have been able to speak to me have always been well-versed in just connecting with people and in creating spaces and, and just being good communicators. Mm. They speak from lived experience. They speak mm -hmm. from knowing about inclusivity and, um, you know, not just speaking about hetero relationships, for example, and, and understanding that we're all in many different relationships. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just – and I think they all got a really different flavour about it as well so I've really been enjoying Queer Cosmos uh, Colin Bedell is really fun and talks heaps about like Esther Peril and relationships Eliza Kelly who is like super Leo <laughs> and you know she's another online astrologer that's like got a whole Leo energy going on and and I, I always like am curious about what their own star signs are as well I mean Nadia Shah who I'm obsessed with is an ultimate Aquarius she's a woman of the people she's all about videoscopes and putting it out there and then I've seen people who in their house who are just practicing you know for a couple of dollars and the whole experience is about going to their house and you're just taking a kernel you're just taking something you might leave with one little idea or one vibe or mm. one strange thing that sticks and then it just dissipates like everything because life is transient you know I'm Buddhist this week so <laughs> like you know I don't know I think I think we're getting to that point where people can just really pick and choose if they're not happy yeah. with their astrologer then ditch their ass you know yeah it's true you say 
ditch their astrologer. I mean, as if it's a regular person that they see, you know, which I think it should be. Honestly, I feel like it should be like a gym membership or a therapy session, you know, Mm. where you are kind of getting more of these digestible (laughs) subscriptions, you know, like, and then you've got your Netflix and you've got like, everything's a membership now. There's all these constant little things coming out of my account. Um, But I just think it's exciting. I just think it's really cool. Like I've heard even the most non-believing, disinterested, think it's bullshit, whatever it is I've heard people like this I've seen their eyes flicker or their ears shoot up when they hear something and it resonates and it might not Mm. be that they're going to go and see an astrologer on the reg but it's just little small points of information and it resonates with different people so I Mm -hmm. I think the right people will find it when they're meant to Mm. in whatever way is safe for them and you don't need to push it on to anyone yeah um yeah it's exciting it's exciting times Indeed. Indeed it is. So you're four years in, you know, some things with regards to aspects and some of the terminology, but when it gets Mm. to Medheaven, some other things, it's a little hazy potentially. What level would you say that you're at with regards to knowledge? Very low. (laughs) Very low. Like what kind of percentage? Is this like below 10%? Look, I like to vibe it, you know, I kind of have to vibe (laughs) how it is. And I like to change it according to what suits me in the moment. Um, I have always been very upfront about not being an astrologer because I think the people that are legit amazing astrologers, when you meet them, you're like, I feel so small. And Mm. I feel like sometimes maybe my role in all of this is just to kind of promote and encourage those that I think are great that have given me something. Mm. Um, But in terms of my personal knowledge, it still feels kind of quite superficial, although every now and then I'll get an extra little nugget, which I love. And I really love like just the different houses and the planets and how you think you have a sense of who you are. And I have people all the time saying like, oh, well, I'm so this and who should I date and what should I do? And I'm like, I love that, as you said earlier, I think you mentioned blueprint. It's just a blueprint that's ever-changing and ever-evolving. And Mm. I love that, that even little bits and pieces can make it more palatable to people. But, yeah, I I really, I really know such superficial stuff. Like, I only know the celebrities that I like. I also know the star signs that I, you know, can't talk to and I do judge them. Like, when I've been dating, I, I must admit, like, now I've taken this into judging people like whether or not we'll work romantically. And I feel like that's now taking astrology down a really useless path, you know, and I can't help it. Like it just, it's just truth, yo. Like what can I do? Mm, Right, Um, sure. But yeah, low level, but big, big promoter, big promoter and encourager of everyone, you know? Yes. Do you plan to take any classes or do you plan to deepen your knowledge of astrology or is it more of that kind of when you're vibing it, you'll go pursue it depending on what paths cross at certain Mm. times? You know, it's interesting. uh, My recent reading, apparently, like I've got all this like spirituality that's ready to burst at the seams, which, you know, who knew? So who knows? Maybe that will be kind of the healing balm to all this frenetic, restless, agitated Gemini energy that I exist with and I Mm. I think you know the way in which it will give me pleasure and meaning in my life will be keeping it fun and pleasurable as soon as uh, you know I would be lying if I was interested in the degrees of this or how that aspects that or this is square or this is a trine Um, but when I hear little quotes from some of my fave astrologers that talk about how 
all the best people in history have heaps of squares or tensions in their chart. Like that stuff resonates with me and sticks in my brain. And because I know that that can be shifted and, and spoken about in a lot of different languages. It doesn't have to be about astrology, but it's about you've suffered or you've had pain and that equals greatness or creativity or humor or warmth mm. or whatever it may be. So it's those little nuggets from astrology as a framework that sit with me and that I keep loving learning. And that's because of my limited Gemini attention span. I'm loving the fact that there's little snippets on Instagram, like your Instagram that you guys have is so wonderful. And the imagery that you have, you know, you're doing this podcast as well. Like that is an entry point, which for someone like me, that's where I, that's allows me to get deeper, you know, and so Mm. many people are going to enter through that way. So that's where it keeps it kind of at a comfortable level of lightness for me so Mm -hmm. I don't anticipate any formal study mind you I've done a lot of other formal study before and so my debt my student debt is like is wacko so in order to afford having continual natal charts read I don't know (laughs) if I can actually engage in proper you know astrology courses or something like that so I don't know I'm open to it I want a competition you know so maybe I'll win another competition who knows I'm feeling lucky it sounds like Um, I mean you were gifted one of your first uh, astrological readings or encounters and then you've won some contests Mm. I mean I'm noticing a pattern of it keeps presenting itself in very affordable ways Mm, bashing on the walls it's 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 calling Mm. (laughs) I don't know what Mm. it's saying but it's calling astrology roast I want to have you in a tie on for a sinistry slash to actually learn more about astrology roast. I feel like I could ask you a lot of questions about its origin and how it started. I know, and I probably won't remember. I probably wouldn't remember it. And he would actually, he would know the details. He'd be like, that's not true. What do you mean? That didn't happen. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like my, my relationship has always been, you know, I show up and I enjoy it and it's amazing. And Mm -hmm. You know, and I think the the pleasure of Astrology Rose has been that um, it's really about me and it ties friendship, which has mm. always been such a nourishing thing for me mm-hmm. in so many ways. And he's a deeply spiritual person, but also, as you know, hilariously sharp individual. Mm. But, yes, yeah, so very happy to come to show up. I'm always available, <laughs> sitting on my couch, ready and waiting. But, yeah, just say the word. Just send me a calendly invite. <laughs> I will. You don't have to threaten me with a good time, Karen Laserbeams. I will (laughs) persevere and follow through with these things. You have such an amazing heart and you have such a gift of humor and wit and you're so clever. So it truly is an honor to have you on this show. And I can't wait to have you on again and you with Itai. Like that's definitely something I would like to do. So I will. I am available anytime. Thank you so much for um, connecting with me and persevering and also for the amazing work that um, Space Court does and Astro Cult. I hope I've um, referenced that correctly. But as I said, I, I love what you are all putting out there and also just the sheer wit and intelligence of how you reached out to me and your emails like I just was really floored by your way of of speaking. And obviously, you know, you're taking this astrology practice as a way to connect and celebrate others. So that's really beautiful, beautiful stuff to be doing. So I feel really, really privileged to connect with you Mm. um, via the emails, but also in the podcast realm too. Yeah, I knew that I wanted to connect with you pretty much from the start. As soon as I heard Mm. your podcast. We can do our sinistry. Let's do our sinistry. (laughs) We can. We absolutely can. I'm sure you have a shit ton of your Gemini on my Geminis. 
Space Court, Space Court. We encourage everyone to listen to the amazing podcast, Astrology Roast, hosted by Karen and Itai. It's really funny. And, it's really, really, fucking good.